No matter how long you've been in business, whether you're just starting out or you've been an entrepreneur for years, I'd be willing to bet you've found yourself coasting once or twice. Heck, maybe you're there now, and if so, this episode was made for you. Today, we're doing a deep dive on what to do when your current reality looks exactly nothing like you thought it would, or nothing like what you actually want. We talk about what you need to know about building the dream business and vision casting your future so you can start living it. This episode is exactly what you need to get out of drift mode and into design mode so you can create the future you desire. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Candace Coppola. Candace is an author, podcast host, business coach, and entrepreneur who believes that if you want to have your dream business, you have to become the owner that dream business needs. As a successful entrepreneur who grew a business from the spare bedroom of her home into a multi-country, multi-six-figure company, it's safe to say she's navigated the bumpy road of entrepreneurship. Her favorite color is pink. She's obsessed with all things skincare and Bravo TV. She's always overdressed and now lives in beautiful Barbados with her husband and two pups. Candace, welcome to One Simple Chef. Thanks so much for joining me today. Amanda, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. And I have to say, I'm no longer the one who's always overdressed because I've been quarantined in this damn house for a whole year and I've been wearing my pajamas (laughs) the whole time. I cannot wait until I am the overdressed person in the room. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. So are you still in Barbados then? I am still in Barbados and we're in the middle of a mandatory lockdown right now. So I have not left my house since Christmas. I cannot wait to get out of here. <gasps> well, it's probably good to talk to some people then, right? And, mm-hmm. and get that kind of interaction. I cannot even begin to imagine what that has been like. So even before we dive in, why don't we talk a little bit about that? Like, how has that been for you? You know, it's interesting. I love being home, but I've reached a breaking point that I never thought that I could even reach. Mm -hmm. So I am so ready. I mean, I've been, I haven't left the island in a whole year. So that too, you kind of get island fever. I mean, we're only, you know, uh, 13 miles long by like six miles wide. We're not very big. So there's just a little island fever happening, and now I've been stuck in the house since December 22nd. So I'm ready to get out of this house and start living my life as soon as I can. Have you thought about like where the first place you'll go when you break out is? We yeah, we were just talking about that, my husband Jason and I, and I think maybe New Orleans, but only if we can fully appreciate the city of New Orleans. So we might have to wait a little bit until we can go. I mean, nobody wants to go to Bourbon Street and not be able to have fun, right? So it might take us some time. Yeah. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah. Awesome. So I read your bio, but I would love to hear in your own words what it is that you do and why you do it. Yes, I'm Candice Coppola, purpose driven business coach for creative entrepreneurs. And that's because I believe that your business should be profitable, it should be purposeful, and it should give back to your meaningful life. And it's just such a joy to be able to do that work every single day. Oh, so good. So talk to me a little bit about your business journey, because I know that you have so much that you have done. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I started out in business back in 2007, which is like the olden days where there was no social media. Amazon was still a bookstore. I mean, it was a long, long time ago. I was 26. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was able to grow a very successful wedding and event planning business that was in two countries, multi-six figure, gorgeous team. We helped our customers celebrate moments that matter in their lives. I was published all over the place. I wrote two books, speaking. So I really reached a point in that career that I never thought was possible when I look back in at 2007 when I was 26. Mm. But also too, I was feeling the nudge to help women in their business build and grow a business as I had. And my love for planning events and designing events started to wane. And it was then that I realized I needed to do something. So I decided to sell my business back in October of 2019 and go all in on helping women build profitable businesses with purpose. And I'm so glad I made that decision. It took me a while to get there, but when I got there, it felt so right. It was in alignment with me and where I was in my life. And so here I am helping women build profitable businesses with purpose. Oh, so good. Such an amazing story. So can you tell me, is there like one mindset shift that's changed everything for either you or your clients? Yeah, it's really vision casting for your business. And this came about, I've always vision casted, but this really came out over the last 12 months where so many entrepreneurs found themselves in drift mode. And as a business coach, I was watching the women that I coached get stuck in drift mode. And I was finding myself stuck in drift mode when it came to my business. So Mm. I put a lot of thoughts together of how we can move ourselves out of drift mode and back into design mode where we're truly flourishing in our business. We're visionaries for our business. It's like those days where you're in that flow state and everything's just happening and clicking and the universe is working in your favor. I Mm. wanted to help the women in my mastermind get from drift mode to design mode in their mindset and in their business. It's so important for us to talk about what it feels like to be in drift mode. And then of course, the tools and the resources and the things that we can do to get ourselves unstuck and start making shit happen again in our business. So good. So how do you know when you're in drift mode? I know that you mentioned it's super important for us to know, but like, what are some of the signs? How can we tell? What does that look like? Can you tell us a little bit more there? Yeah. So I know everybody listening to this will, this will resonate with you. It's literally when you can't get out of your own way. So when your Mm. biz is stuck in drift mode, you're literally stuck in the current. So imagine yourself on this little boat and you're just stuck in that current, literally and figuratively drifting 
wherever the current takes you, wherever your day takes you, wherever your mood takes you, wherever your work takes you. You don't have a clear vision of where your destination is. So you're just in this little boat drifting around at the mercy of outside influences, the current, which is determining your direction. So you're literally just drifting. There's no vision. There's no visionary impulses in your business. You're not making decisions based on the type of destination you want to arrive at. You're just stuck. And like how many of us have been there multiple times (laughs) over Mm -hmm. these last 12 months, like multiple times? Totally. I think that that really resonates too, because I almost think of it as like coasting, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that like things will get really good and then we'll almost have this tendency to like pull back and like coast for a while. And that's kind of what comes up for me when you talk about thrifting is that it doesn't necessarily mean that things are like have to look terrible, right? I think that that's Mm -hmm. a possibility too, but that's just not the only way that it shows up. I think sometimes things can be really good and you can still get into that kind of like coasting or drift mode in that things start to happen a little bit more on autopilot and you're not necessarily feeling like you're the one steering the ship anymore, so to speak. And I think that that's just like a super interesting thing to notice because I think we're almost more prone to notice when, when things look like shit, right? Like when it just doesn't, it's not working. We're so stuck, whatever that looks like, that's when we know, okay, like something needs to change, something needs to shift. But I think the time that it's almost, it kind of flies under the radar a little bit is when things are good. It's just that we've kind of slipped out of that design mode, as you were talking about there. And that's really just such an opportunity as well to go, how do I get back into the driver's seat? How do I decide what I want this to look like? And how do I start being the creator of that instead of feeling like I'm at the whim of my day or my mood or whatever, right? So I just love that, that like analogy there of the like drifting along. And I think that's just so incredibly powerful. Well, thank you. I think so too. And like I said, we've all been there before. I loved your analogy of almost being like on autopilot or cruise control. You're just cruising along with no set plans. Things are just working or you're working yourself, you know, in in a million different circles, trying to produce whatever it is that you do. And you lose that visionary hat. You lose that time and the space to continue to think big about your business and to be in design mode because design mode requires you to constantly be thinking about how you're going to build your business, what direction you're going in and what destination you want to arrive at. And the destination can change over time. So many of us start our businesses with like an idea in mind of what we want. We have big goals and big dreams. And then, you know, we get into business and we start to make changes. There's some things that don't work for us. Some things just aren't possible. So we change our mind, but we're constantly in design mode because we're using that current to our advantage. We're not just drifting in it. We're using it. We know where we want to go, what our new destination is or our original destination for our business. And we also know that there's different ways to get there. We're not going to just paddle in one direction we can take another route if that's something that we want to do. And then we also know that, you know, the seas can be rough. They can, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, storms come and go and, 
you're going to be amongst rough seas, but you have a good foundation to your business and also the experience to weather any storm. So for somebody listening right now, you have a ton of experience weathering storms in your business because you're still here and you are currently still living through a pandemic. No matter where mm. you are in the world, the economy, I don't know where it, what it's like where you are, but everybody is feeling the changes over these last 12 months. So you have some street cred now. You have literally weathered a storm that nobody could have predict. And you're still listening to this podcast. You're still here to work on your mindset and grow your business. So kudos to you for that. Totally. So can you talk to me about a time in your life or in your business where you noticed that you had to make this shift from drift mode to design mode and give us a little bit more about what that looked like? Because I think that sometimes it's just so much easier to see this through the stories of others rather Mm -hmm. than just simply talking about like the high level ideas. Yeah. I was going through burnout back in 2011 and 12. I was in the middle of going through a divorce as a wedding planner, which is never, never pretty. Mm. And I'd lost a dear friend of mine in a very tragic way. And I was just going through all the things, Amanda. I was at the height of my career, but personally and inside, I was deeply unhappy. I couldn't get out of bed. I was making big mistakes I wasn't showing up to the office, you know, the whole team's there working and I'm at home in bed, not answering my emails and my phone. I was making really shitty decisions. I was just depressed. I was burnt out. There was one point where I just looked around and I was like, who the hell put me in charge of all this? You know, I was 30 years old. Who put me in charge of all of these people, all of this money, all of these responsibilities? This is not what I expected. I had also lost some of the love of my work, which is why I was making so many mistakes. Mm. And I was just overwhelmed, burnt out, going through a divorce, going through life changes, which I'm sure people can sympathize either completely directly or through their Mm. own experience of having multiple things happen at once. And there came a moment where I had to do some soul searching and I really did have to pull myself out of this situation Many of my friends, my colleagues, my employees approached me about my you know, lack of enthusiasm, not showing up, not doing my job, which is so embarrassing. Like <laughs> your, your employees are, are calling you in the office and they're sitting you down and saying, so what's the deal? Because we can't work in a place like this. Mm. So I had to do some soul searching and through that soul searching, I was able to connect with the reason why I do what I do. I was able to connect with the real meaning behind my work and that my work was bigger than gorgeous tents and flowers and escort cards and like all the pretty shit you see on Pinterest. And it Mm -hmm. was bigger than being featured and getting all the street cred and people wanting to have my business and admiring my business. It was much bigger than that. And I, I connected with a purpose for why I do what I do. And it was centered around the customers I was serving and not me. I took myself out of the equation and I put the people that hired my company at the forefront. And what happened was something really beautiful. I was able to reinvigorate my entire business with this mission that we help people celebrate moments that matter in their lives. We get 
these these finite moments, right, in our lives where we make memories, where people come together and we do something really special. I can think back to so many moments in my life and wonderful memories I have. Well, I got to create that for people from start to finish, whether it was the last flourish on the invitation or some incredible dance that they did at their wedding, their grandmother getting to be there, like whatever it was, I got to play a really large role in that. My company got to play a large role in that. And part of losing my friend helped to really illustrate this. He was the first person who was very close to me that I had, that had passed away besides a family member. Mm -hmm. So for me, it really hit home. He was young, he was my age, kids. And so it just really hit home to me that we only have so much time on this earth and the things that matter most are the memories that we share. And when we're gone, that's all we have. So I was able to really get myself out of that drift mode, that burnout, and get myself back into design mode by casting a vision for my business and really connecting with my mission, vision, and purpose and making my customers the center of that instead of myself and my own ego and the things that I wanted to accomplish. Of course, those things are there, but they don't take center stage. I feel called to do work that's more than just me. And that feels really good. Yeah, that is just like so incredibly powerful. And I'm just so grateful to you for sharing your story there because I think that, you know, a lot of what you mentioned, I I agree. I think that the people listening to this can really resonate with in one way or another, right? It doesn't have to be a giant life event. Sometimes it can be those smaller moments that really connect. But I I just... I'm at, I'm literally speechless here because I just am so appreciative of all that you shared, but also how congruent your message is with your story is really what strikes me because I think that it's so easy to talk about things like this, talk about vision casting, talk about shifting from drift mode to design mode, but when you were sharing that, it's so clear that you've really lived through the life experience of it as well. And I think that that is really striking and powerful as well. So just so incredibly grateful to you for that. Well, thank you, Amanda. I I love telling that story when asked because I think it's a powerful story and it just goes to show you the power and purpose, which is the name of my podcast. And really Mm -hmm. this story was the impetus for me to start the show because there is so much power and purpose. It can change the trajectory of your life. And it often does. And, you know, when you're starting out in business, it's very difficult to get to the place that I just described of understanding why you do what you do. So you sort of have to go through the motions of building and growing a business and making yourself and your dreams and the abundance and the freedom and the lining your own pockets and all that stuff your priority, but you will come to a point where that doesn't fill up your cup and you want to dig in to serving people in a meaningful way. And you want to work with people or sell to people or put your product in someone's hands who truly appreciates what you do. They value you. And when you come to that point, that tipping point, you'll trip over the truth that purpose is powerful and it shouldn't be about you. It should be about the person that you serve. And sometimes I think the universe just throws us what we need when we need it. So in that moment, in my deep burnout, I needed that epiphany. I really did. 
It's just so true. Like everything you just said is so incredibly true. At least I had this like naive notion that I would start a business and it would just kind of like happen, right? Like it would just kind of like (laughs) fall into my lap, so to speak. And obviously that was not my experience of it. But I think that it almost turned out even better than I could have ever planned or imagined. And I think that that is the thing that really strikes me is that you're right. There is a tipping point, like, but there's almost no way to get there. There's no way to get to that point unless you go through the other stuff. And Mm -hmm. it really is that like finding yourself and finding what works and trying and, you know, testing and tweaking and, you know, doing essentially, right? Because I think that we really do have to approach business from, you know, a place of intention, but also a place of action. And I think that all of that is what helps you build to that tipping point where the purpose does become the most important thing, right? The purpose is what drives you. It's what keeps you moving forward. And I think that that is just such an incredible way to describe it. And I've never heard it described quite like that, but I I love that. And it's just like, it's just so true. Like I was just thinking as you were talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much truth to that. Some of the most powerful shifts I've ever experienced in my life and business are because I was willing to do the uncomfortable work of getting out of drift mode and into design mode. And when I say work, I mean the mindset work because the mindset work is the work. I mean, really take a second and think about it. If you're not closing the sales and getting the clients you desire, it's likely your thoughts that are making it that much harder to make it happen. It's also when I'm incredible at helping you shift so you can start closing sales with more ease than ever before. Seriously, helping you shift your mindset around sales is one of my absolute favorite things, and I'd love to support you in exactly that on my free 30-minute Sincere Sales Coaching Call. Together, we'll do a deep dive on the underlying belief that's making it feel so difficult to sell and how to shift it so you can sell with ease and alignment. I only do a few of these each week, and these calls are so much fun. So be sure to visit amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales and grab a time that works for you. So why don't you tell me a little bit more about vision casting? Because I know we've mentioned it a few times at this point, but for anyone listening who's not quite familiar or just wants to know more about it, can you tell us what that's all about? Sure. I would love to. So one of the first ways you can get yourself out of drift mode and back into design mode, back into the driver's seat of your business, your destiny, your life is to sit down and cast a vision for your business. I don't think entrepreneurs do this often enough. You might've written a business plan when you started your business or not. I don't think a lot of people do that anymore (laughs) and they should, but either way, I want you to sit down and think about when, if your business reaches the pinnacle of success, what does that look like? Put yourself a few years in the future of when you would have arrived. You would have checked off all the boxes. You would be doing all the things that vision that you have for where you want your business to go. I want you to sit down and write it out. I want you to describe what your business looks and feels like, who it serves, how much money it makes, what it does on a daily basis. Does it have a team? Where is it located? Describe your amazing office if you have one. Give me and give yourself all the details 
about what type of business your business has become as it's reached sort of that pinnacle of success. And then I want you to sit down and take a look at yourself as the owner of that business. And Amanda, you're going to love this. It's one simple shift. I want you to look at yourself as the owner of that business and describe who you've become. Where do you put your time? What work do you do in your business? How much money, how much profit do you take home as the business owner? What kind of client work are you doing? Are you getting ready to like jet off to do a speaking gig? Was your work just featured in El Decor? Are you speaking on a stage somewhere? Are you being honored for your work? Who are you in this moment? If you could tell your story, like I just did, of how you got from A to B, what would that story be? And also describe some things about yourself. I love reading when the women in my mastermind do this. They're like, I'm fit, but not too fit. I just love reading some of their fun responses. (laughs) But like, who have you become? What kind of car are you driving? What kind of house do you have? What are your values? What does your family look like? What kind of friend are you? Like, Write all these things down. And really what I want you to recognize when you do this is you've created a destination for your business and also for yourself. And when we talk about drift mode versus design mode, when you're drifting, you don't know where your destination is, right? You're just kind of moving around wherever the wind blows. And through this vision casting, you can have a really clear picture about what you're building, but also who you have to become in order to build that thing. Because your business needs you to become the person that you vision casted to be. It needs you to be that person, not five years from now, but starting today. And what you might uncover are mindset shifts that you really need to make, better routines and habits. Maybe you need to go from playing it safe to taking risks. There will be so many things that you'll unlock when you look at yourself in the future as the owner of this incredible business, the one that gives back to your meaningful life. You will look at that person and see the work that you need to do on yourself. And you can start doing that right now today to become the owner your business needs. So that's in a nutshell what vision casting is for. And you can see how powerful it can really be for someone who feels stuck. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love this so freaking much because I think that that is just such a powerful tool for determining what that bigger vision looks like, right? I think that a lot of times where we can get stuck is just in not even knowing what the next step to take is. And usually that means that we haven't like clearly defined where we're headed, right? Mm -hmm. So it can be really difficult to even know what to do, how to shift, who we need to become, all of that, if we don't have a clear picture of what the future holds, what we would like it to look like. And this is a question that I find myself asking with clients quite often is, well, what is it that you actually want here? Because so often we get so caught up in what things quote unquote should look like, right? Mm -hmm. So I should be doing X or I should be doing Z or if I was going to build that business, here are all the steps that I should be taking to get there, right? But Mm -hmm. I think that the tendency there is to discount 
what it is that we actually want. What is the thing that you desire? What is the thing that gets you excited to wake up in the morning? Like, what does that look like? Because from there, then we can start taking action. Then we can start taking strategic steps forward. But when we don't even have the dream or we've convinced ourselves that we're not worthy of the dream or we've convinced ourselves that it's going to be too much work to go after the dream, that's where we get stuck. So I just love that this just gives such a heavy dose of permission because it says, yeah, like let's vision cast that. Let's figure out what that looks like. Let's figure out what it is that you ultimately want and desire. And then we can figure out how to take actionable steps to get there. And I think that that is just it's such a powerful way to go about it. And I can even say like prior to even starting my first business, which was my design business, I was living in New York City. I was working my nine to six. I was living in Brooklyn. And I just had this moment on the subway where I was like, this is not my forever plan, right? Like, this is not what I want. I was hauling my groceries back from Target. And I was just thinking, I'm like, the trajectory I'm on, that like drift mode that we've been talking about, is not ultimately what I want. Like, I don't like where I'm going to drift to. I don't like where I'm going to end up if I keep going down this path, right? And I think like sometimes we have those moments of clarity where it just becomes so obvious that this is not the thing, right? And you were talking about that a little bit earlier too, where you kind of, you know, you did that soul searching. And I found myself in a very similar position there where I was essentially like, I don't want to live in a brownstone in New York one day. Like that is not what I ultimately desire. Like I was in a long distance relationship at that point. Like I wanted to live with my significant other who is now my husband. So it worked out. But (laughs) I think that like, you know, I was so sick of the shoebox size apartment. I was sick of the commute. I was sick of living in the city. And it was just, it was one of those moments where I was like, this is drift mode, exactly as you described it. And I need to get out of that and into design mode. And that was ultimately what made it possible for me to even talk to my boyfriend at the time and say, hey, like, you're not moving to New York, and I'm not moving to Connecticut. So where are we going to live? Kind of thing. (laughs) And really what started that conversation of, well, I want somewhere with a good art and design scene. And he wanted somewhere that was good for adventure sports and really just like designing that and getting clear on what that vision looked like made it easier for him to start applying to jobs for me to start thinking about like, am I actually going to leave my full-time job? And what does that look like? All of those questions that come up when you start getting into design mode, and that that's not to say it's easy. I definitely would not have called that transition an easy one per se, but the actions became easier to take because I was so clear on what the bigger vision looked like. So I think that like that's just what's coming up for me as we're talking about vision casting is those actions themselves, those next steps just become so much clearer when you know what that vision looks like that you're working toward. It's so true. And you brought up a really good point. And I, I just want to encourage someone listening here who wants to do this exercise. And that is building someone else's business. Earlier, you were talking about the shoulds and I should have a business that looks like that. And I find nowadays, this is really prevalent with social media 
and courses and gurus and business coaches and like all these people out there telling you, you should have a business like this and this is how you should do it. Mm. And while you're vision casting for your business, I want you to be really in alignment with who you are and what you want. The last thing I want you to do is build another woman's business. It's happened to me and I've seen it happen to countless other people where you look at your competitor or you look at somebody who you admire and think, I have to have a business like that. But the problem is, is that you start building that business and it doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve your life. It's too stressful. It's not the work you like. The customers aren't right. We can go through a laundry list of things that don't work for you. It's not profitable, (laughs) which is a huge Mm -hmm. one. You look over at your neighbor and you're like, they've got the best business, but guess what? It doesn't make any money. So there are so many layers that go into that. As you do this, I want you to step into your power of who you are and what you want. It might not come to you right away. You might have to take some time with this exercise, but I don't want you to feel any sense of shame as you put this together. I want you to feel empowered to write a plan for you, what that looks like for you. Not everybody has to build a million dollar business. Not everybody has to build a $60,000 business. Not everybody has to be seen and heard all over the place. Not everybody has to do all the things that I find that people feel trapped that they have to do. For me, as a business coach and as a course creator, you know, I can easily look to Amy Porterfield and say, well, I should have that business. Why am I not doing $6 million launches? Well, first of all, like it took her 10 years to get there, maybe more. (laughs) So like, I can't compare where I'm at now to her, but also too, I had to do a gut check. Do I really want that? Do I really want that level of visibility? Just that audience size? Do I want that pressure? Do I want that big of a team? No, I actually don't. And once I realized Mm. that, I felt really good about the vision that I was casting for my new business. So Amanda, you just brought up a really good point. And that is, is as you do this exercise, make sure that you're checking yourself and not building the business that you think you're supposed to have. Remember to build a business that you want. And there are no right or wrong businesses as long as it serves your life. Yes. And honestly, the thing that I find is that the results actually show up faster when you're building the business that you actually want and the business Mm -hmm. that's in alignment and you're doing it in a way that feels good. All of those things are huge contributing factors to actually getting to that place that you have vision cast. Because I think that this is where so many of us get tripped up as we see you know, someone else with that business and we try to reverse engineer it, right? So we're like, okay, well, these are the things they did. So those are the things I should do. And I think that that is where we go wrong so often. And honestly, like I see this with clients too. I can see clients with the exact same strategy and they can get just drastically different results based on the energy that they're in, based on Mm -hmm. what feels in alignment or how they're going about it, whether it's something that they can really get behind or whether it's something that they feel like they should be doing. Those are things that really do make a big difference, not in only how your business feels, but also in creating more of the results you want. You are just going to show up for, you are going to take actions easier. You are going to be a different person when you are in that kind of aligned 
place in that aligned energy than if you are going after something simply because of what you think is on the other side of it. If you are going after the business that you think you should have and the way you think you should go about it just to get to the other side, like it's, it just doesn't like, I don't know how else to describe it other than like, it just doesn't work that way. Like there's nothing worse than working towards something for what you think is on the other side of it, only to be really disappointed when you get there. Oh yeah. That's a real big reality check when you build the wrong castle and you've got to start from scratch and it becomes harder to start from scratch or tear it down. I mean, you put so much energy into building this castle and it's not right for you, but you know, you learn a very valuable lesson in that. And earlier we were talking about valuable lessons. Not everything in business or in life can be fixed, solved, or achieved with strategy. Sometimes you have to arrive at putting the last brick up at the wrong castle to realize, holy shit, (laughs) this is not my castle. Hopefully I can sell it to someone and it can be (laughs) your castle, but it sure as hell is not mine. Um, but it just, it, you know, it happens and it's a valuable lesson when you, Amanda and I can tell you this, but when you go through it, you really mm-hmm. learn it. And so that action, it creates clarity and you're able to, through those experiences, make better, right decisions in your life and in your business. But not everything is a strategy. Not everything can be solved by strategy. Some shit you just got to live through in order to learn the lesson and Our mothers basically like, that's what they were telling us. Like as we were growing up, our grandmothers were like, someday you're going to realize and you know, they're always right. (laughs) Yeah. And I, the thing I would say about that too, is like, there's something so empowering about that though, because if you know that you can, like, I felt this way about my design business, right? So I had built up that design business and it was successful. I was landing 10 K web design projects. Like on paper, it looked great, right? And I just remember thinking, well, like if I got to this point and it, it's not the right castle, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that wasn't completely in alignment and I was able to get to this point, imagine what's possible if I actually am in alignment. Imagine what's possible if my energy really fully is behind it, right? And that is just so empowering because you're like, well, there's nowhere to go but up from here, right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I can only do more. I can only be more. And that is just like, that was such a shift for me because I really recognize like, hey, if I did this from this place of like feeling like I should be doing it, imagine what's possible when I actually want to be doing it, when my energy is actually behind it. So I think that that is just a really valuable lesson too, because I think there's this way where we can almost make ourselves wrong for that. Like, how come I spend so much time building up this business that isn't the business? But when you can go, no, that was like part of the journey. That was so necessary for me to be able to make this shift. That is a really powerful change as well. Yeah. And it's only in retrospect where we're able to acknowledge that uh, all of that mess can become our message. But when we're going through it, it's like, boy, I did not sign up for this (laughs) Why is this happening to me? Um, And that's why it's good to have a business coach like Amanda to remind you that, you know, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be able to go where you're going unless you started where you started and went through what you went through. And that's the case for literally everything in your life. As a child, I was burned pretty severely. I had third degree burns and people ask me about the scars and, you know, 
they kind of asked me like, would I change things? And listen, there's a lot of work that had to be done physically and emotionally and mentally um, to be okay with those scars. But my answer is no, because I wouldn't be the person I am today without these scars. I wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be Candace. So no, I wouldn't trade it because I like me and I like my life and I like, I like the destination that I'm arriving at at this very moment. So no, I wouldn't change things, but I'll tell you while I was going through it, I certainly didn't love it. I didn't like it. And I wanted to change it, especially when I was younger, but now as an adult, I can look back and that's just the power of being able to see things in retrospect. So we have all have our own scars in business and in life. They make you stronger. They make you a, a better wife, a better mother, a better friend, and a better business owner. And so we just have to, you know, acknowledge them, appreciate them, and know that if you're going through something right now in your business, you will look back on this moment and think, that's what I needed to get to my destination. So so true. So good. So I know you have an amazing podcast. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So my podcast is called The Power in Purpose. And I gave you guys the story of why I started the podcast because I found power in my purpose. So if you're interested in listening, you can check it out anywhere you listen to podcasts or go to candiscopla.com to get all of the links. Beautiful. And if listeners love what they heard from you today, where can they find you? I hang out on Instagram mostly. I've ditched basically every other social media platform. <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram at Candice.Copla, but I'm also on Clubhouse. So if you're a Clubhouse user, please come find me on Clubhouse, then DM me. Let me know that you listened to this episode. I love following people back and chatting with folks and making new friends. So I would love to hear from you. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Because I think there's this way where we can only, oh, the, how do I want to say this?